Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first Springsteen podcast brought to you by Blogness on the Edge of Town, the Bruce Springsteen blog. I'm Pete Chianka. I do that blog and have been since 2007, believe it or not. But this is our very first podcast, and there, there are a fair number of Springsteen podcasts out there, so I've been resistant to sort of join the fray, but we came up with this idea to every month or so have a poll on a Springsteen-related topic on the blog and to reveal the results here on the podcast uh, in sort of a an audio format to make things a little different, and this is the, the very first one. So uh, not that long ago, we posted a question on the blog. We asked our readers and visitors to name the rockingest Bruce Springsteen song, his most rocking song, the one you think of when you think of a, a real rocker. No ballads allowed. Vote for the song you think rocks the hardest. And we got some terrific responses, more than 800 people, um, or I should say more than 800 responses that we compiled together to figure out the winners. And we're going to be listing all of them, including the ones that got one measly vote on the blog shortly. But for now, today, we're going to be going over the top 10, counting down from 10 to 1, so you could see what you, the Blogness readers, thought were the top most rocking songs of Bruce Springsteen's career. I am so excited to have on our very first Springsteen podcast a, a very special guest, and the, the person who has basically, uh, it, it's been what has kept me from trying to do a Springsteen podcast of any kind up to this point, because he's already doing one and he's nailing it. Uh, it sort of made it redundant to have to, uh, to try to do my own. And um, that's why I'm going to leave the deep discussions about Bruce's life and career up to him, Mr. Jesse Jackson. How are you, Jesse? I am great, uh, Pete. I am, um, I, I am coming live from the Thunder Road Puddle Room in my office. Um, we, like many companies, hardly anyone has an office anymore. Everyone is in a cubicle. And so when we moved into this new space, there are huddle rooms everywhere where there is a monitor and a table and a phone. And there's three of them in a row next to my area. And we kept my teammates. I said, okay, I'm going to meet you in a huddle room. Well, which one? So I printed out Thunder Road, Born to Run, Hungry Heart, and print, put them on the door thinking sooner or later HR would take them down. They have not. And so now then it's like, hey, I'll go meet you in Thunder Road. Oh, let's go meet at Hungry Heart. Oh, that is so perfect. So I'm coming live from Thunder Road. That is excellent. I can't think of anything more appropriate. Sounds a little bit too much like Panic Room, but uh, yes. <laughs> maybe there's some of that going on too. I don't know. Um, so I, I should mention the name of your excellent podcast, Set Lusting Bruce, uh, which just... Uh, I think very recently, maybe even today, <laughs> or very close to it, celebrated its third anniversary. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, September of 2015 was when I had my first um, episodes released. And so since then, we've had over 280 episodes have gone out. That's, uh, ama three years. That's amazing. Um, That's yes, a lot just, of episodes. That is a lot of episodes. <laughs> I just had someone talk to me that they attended a class, a, you know, 
how to start a podcast. And they said that 75% of podcasts never get past episode eight. Either they lose their interest, they get bored, they just overwhelmed by the technology. So uh, going three years, I am very proud. And it's all because of fans of Bruce's music, like yourself, that um, love to join me and just share Bruce's story. And for those of you who have not heard it, um, we just tend to talk fans. I have people who love Bruce Springsteen's music, and we spend usually about an hour just talking about how much his music has influenced their life and how much it's brought them joy and helped them through tough times. And um, we've had people throughout the world, so it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Well, I'll, I'll encourage everyone to check it out if you haven't, and you'll see uh, a link at Blogness on the Edge of Town, uh, my blog, uh, to find yeah. uh, to find Set Lusting Bruce and to subscribe if, if you haven't yet. Um, okay, well and then I guess we can... For those of you who... And I did want to give a plug. Um, Peter has been on the podcast multiple times discussing multiple subjects. So uh, if you like what you hear, I'm very excited, by the way, and honored that on your initial... Um, you know, poll cast that you've asked me to join. Oh, well, it's certainly my, my pleasure. You definitely, uh, you helped break me into the whole podcast thing. I've been on your show enough times to uh, make me a little more comfortable in front of the microphone. So it's, it's, a, it's a good pairing. So I want to jump right into the countdown, which is something I've always wanted to say since I listened to Casey Kasem growing up, as you probably did too. I, I suspect you were in that. That era who heard heard Casey do his American Top 40 now and again. Um, One of the joys I have is on Sirius XM, their 70s channel, over the weekend, they replay those. Oh. And I, I just, I bring, it brings me so much happiness, so much joy, um, because yes, it, a, a young Jesse Jackson sitting <laughs> in his bedroom with an AM radio every Sunday would just have that on and just loved hearing the stories and the songs. It was just amazing. So, yes, let's get back to the countdown. Right, and I, I was known to uh, sit there with my little cassette deck taping the songs as, as Casey introduced them, as I think people were want to do back then. I don't think people will be doing that with this podcast. They probably have all these in their collection many yes. times over. Um but okay, we're going to do... Now, I, I should mention that uh, the, the blog, we will have the full list from number one all the way down to, you know, we have probably 20 or 30 songs that got one vote each, and we're going to list them all. But today we're going to go through the top 10, starting with number 10, uh, and here is that track. That's right. It's Cadillac Ranch off the river. Probably not a big surprise, would you say, Jesse? No, not at all. Um, it is a wonderful live track. Um, it was a highlight every time I attended uh, the river show that happened a few years ago. Um, 
sentimental because we just lost Burt Reynolds. Um, and um, it's just a fun song that um, I know it's a lot about death, but it is just a joyous, um, great song to sing along with. And I love how the band kind of does some dancing kind of at the end where they kind of uh, do some leaps or orchestrated uh, steps. So, right. yeah, I... And, and I think it's, it's I'm, one of my favorites. I'm glad you brought up the 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 the, um, the live performance because I, I got the sense and, and through the comments some people left on the blog too, a lot of uh, their choices, people's choices in the poll, were influenced by seeing these songs live. Um, and in in one case, it, it didn't make the top ten, but um, there were a, a few where clearly people were talking about the live version. So they, I, I, for instance, Youngstown was one that, that finished, I believe, um, somewhere down around 17th place. And nobody was talking about Youngstown off of um, the original Ghost of Tom Joad album. They were talking about the, the live in New York City version with, with Nils sort of amazing yeah. uh, guitar solo. I there. may be, yeah. yeah. Um, I may be the only one that voted for American Land on your list. There were a few. Exactly. One of the reasons because of the live performance. Right. So I, I when think they, you know, when they were closing the shows with that, it was just really a great experience. Right. So we'll take that into account uh, with some of these. Okay. On to number nine. Here we go. It's born in the USA. Now you were a little surprised at that one. Am I correct? I, I was. I um, first off, um, I every time I hear "Born in the USA" live, I think of I was at a Houston show um, several years ago, and at the end of the show, a very drunk lady um, could not believe that the concert was over because he had not played "Born in the USA." <laughs> <laughs> um, and so now then, whenever I hear it live, I always tweet, and somewhere there is a drunk lady in Houston who's very happy. <laughs> I, I, now, interestingly <laughs> enough, this would, this would have been one of my top picks. Um, and it's not, and, and it's a, your definition of, of rocking, you know, a, a real rocker um, can vary. You know, it could be, you know, sort of Cadillac Ranch, you know, sort of upbeat and dancey, like you said. Or in this case, it's just sort of raw power in, in my mind. And I, I remember seeing him do it live, um, I believe it was at, at Fenway Park once, and there was something going on in the news. <laughs> <laughs> had him pissed off, and you could tell. Uh, you could tell in the way they delivered it. I, I actually sort of felt that the bass reverberating in my chest. It was so sort of loud and powerful, and I think that that stuck with me. So, um, so yeah. So that one got. I should mention. Uh, yeah. Twenty twenty four votes in our poll. You'll see they'll they'll go up. The number of votes go up dramatically as we get closer to number one. All right, we're going to go and to number eight now. One. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh no. Go ahead. Go ahead. And. Um, as you can tell, Peter and I, this is new to us, so aren't we smooth? Um, <laughs> I, I do not think of this as a classic rocker, um, and I tend to think of things where you're dancing and, and being crazy, but I certainly think that as far as powerful and making statements, once I think of it as that perspective, I 
totally understand why it made the list. So very well done. Excellent. Okay, here we go. Number eight. Radio Nowhere. I'm so happy that there is a magic song in our top 10. I'm a big magic booster. I don't know what you think of that album, but I really think it's one of his, you know, certainly post 2000 may, may be his, his best, uh, you know, complete record. Um, and I, I was just glad to see it, it make an appearance. Yes, absolutely. I, I love that some of his quote unquote modern songs or current songs are involved. Um, I probably, I think if I remember correctly, I voted for Death to My Hometown mm-hmm. for that um, because I wanted to have something very fresh and new on there. Um, so that makes me very happy. I think Radio Nowhere is a great song. It is a wonderful way to start a show. Um, and it is good to see Magic get some love because often there seems to be a lot of sentimental love for the stuff he did in the seventies and then a little bit to the eighties, but there is a lot of love among uh, hardcore fans for his, uh, before born in the USA material. Right. Right. I completely agree. Okay. We are on to number seven. Here we go. Rosalita. Now, here's one. For some reason, I don't think of this as a rocker. Now, it's very upbeat. Um, you know, it's it's joyous and and it's it's a. I mean, a concert. Forget it. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, but for some reason, maybe because it's it doesn't have a you know a big booming guitar solo. Um, it's not necessarily one I I would have thought of, but it makes complete sense now see, seeing it here on the list. It, it's it's a wonderful song. It is. You love hearing it live every time you can. Um, I smile when I hear it on E Street Radio or when we're going through the shuffle on my iPhone and hearing it. I would not have picked it as a rocker either. But I can't argue with the fact that, you know, this is an anthem. And one of the things that I love about the polls you do on the blog is you leave it so that there is a wide interpretation so that the fans can vote the way they feel and there is no judgment. Um, you know, we might be surprised that someone said Thunder Road was, you know, a hard driving uh, rocker, but we all are accepted here. Exactly, exactly. And and so I actually make it a point on the polls to just 
say fill in the blank rather than multiple choice so people could pick literally whatever song comes to mind and uh we see some really interesting spellings i have to say a lot oh, of people th- <laughs> a lot of people think adam raised a candy cane apparently based on, <laughs> on how they spelled that song but anyway we'll get to that one later okay on to number six Prove it all night, and I will give you a sneak preview and say it is the first of three Darkness on the Edge of Town tracks that made the top ten. Uh, probably not a surprise. I mean, when you think about you know a, a real rocker of an album, if you had to pick his most rocking album, I think it's probably Darkness, hands down. Um, I agree. Um, it is... I have been on the record of my podcast where I am not the biggest fan of most of Bruce's night songs. If there is a night in the title, it is not necessarily <laughs> one of my favorite songs. Um, that is not as quite as controversial as my feelings about Jungle Land, but we will not go there. Um, but you cannot deny Prove It All Night with the um, rocking solo um, and just the amount of guitars and and music and energy it, it definitely deserves belongs on the list yeah i, I i'd agree and it was uh you know it still stands out as I, we've talked about this on your podcast before it's it's such an unusual uh you know it really stands out from everything else that was on the radio in 1978 i mean it it, it really has a personality unto itself and uh, i was glad to see it show up all right getting ready for the top five here is number five Yep, it's Ramrod, another one that I am going to predict was heavily influenced by uh, people who've seen him do this live because uh, there's nothing quite like it. <laughs> if, and if you see, if you've seen him, you know what I, you know what I mean. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I think of the videos of his mom dancing and him coming out and dancing with her during one of the recent tours. Um, I actually am surprised it is not higher on the list. Um, I think um, Ramrod could be um, a perfect example of just a rocking, that's what it's there for. And so um, it did make the top five, but I... Actually, would have thought it'd been a little higher. Yeah, it it, it notched uh, forty three votes, and I should uh, I believe I mentioned at the top of the show. I'll remind people again. We got over eight hundred responses um, to the to the poll, and it spread out over many many songs. As I mentioned, a lot of uh, songs got a single vote, um, so uh, forty three was good enough to to get it to number five. Okay, on to number four.
Murder Incorporated. This one was a little bit of a surprise to me. I'm not sure why, because it, it really rocks. Um, but you don't necessarily think of it, uh, you know, when you think of the, the overall Springsteen canon, it was on, you know, uh, the studio version was on Greatest Hits. It was never on a proper Springsteen album, so to speak. Um, but uh, it definitely, I mean, this is a grinder. He really, uh, you know, powers this one out. And I, and uh, that actually, it only got one, one more vote than Ramrod, Ramrod, 44 votes, but that was enough to get it to number four. I... I also was surprised about this one just because we've shared that the live uh, performances was a big influence to people voting. And I don't, I don't know if that's a song he plays a lot live. So you would thought it would have been maybe influenced by that, but yes, you are correct. He grimes. It is, um, you know, he is straining his vocals um good stuff yeah yeah okay time to get into the top three and uh these are three i i i I don't think you'll be surprised but you never know here's number three Yeah, there's no mistaking that one. Adam raised a cane, uh, another from darkness. And this, I think, actually, when I think of rock, of, uh, you know, if there's any Springsteen song that would qualify as hard rock, uh, it's this one. I mean, they are just wailing, um, you know, li- literally by, by the end. It's his, uh, you know, just sort of that anguished guitar and the howling. Um, this is... Um, you know, hey, this is some pretty hard rock by Springsteen standards. It is incredibly hard. Um, it is uh, it's such a driving song. And I, I would have thought this would have been higher. Um, in fact, if I had guessed beforehand... I would have said this was number one. I, I might um, have also. In fact, going into this, I, I had a suspicion it, it might, but um, it got yeah. f- 58 votes. So we're getting into, you know, uh, yeah. it, it uh, was well ahead of Murder Incorporated, which got 44, um, but not enough and, to put it to put it in, yeah. in the top two. Um, okay. Well, but hey, it, it, it got, um, uh, it's got the um, bronze medal, so there's nothing to see that there. Exactly, exactly. Okay, number two. How could that one not be somewhere near the top? Born to Run. Um, yes. In almost every show, closes or one one of the last songs of every show, his you know arguably his theme song, <laughs> and um, and it's it's again it's another one. I you know the none of the songs of Born to Run are traditional rockers. You know, there he has you know it has such a you know almost orchestral feel uh, parts of it, but. Um, 
but it definitely, you know, it's Born to Run. What, could, what else do you have to say? Uh, I am, I think, technically, you could almost say there was a bleed over of most rocking song to most song you love hearing live to one of your favorite songs kind of all blended together in this poll. Because absolutely. Um, I had a friend once who said, um, you know, could we not get Born to Run so that we could get a song that he doesn't play as often? And I told Sam, I said, first off, somebody is at their first show and just think how disappointed they would be if he did not do Born to Run with the band. Secondly, that there is, I still love it. I still stand up and when they turn on the lights and I scream out loud. So absolutely, it is definitely worthy of the uh, silver medal. Yeah, and uh, you know, I didn't see him on the Tunnel of Love tour, but that's when he started doing the, the acoustic version of Born to Run. And I can't help but wonder... <laughs> If people were a little, eh, <laughs> a little disappointed in that, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame him. You know, I think at that point he was like, "Oh my God, how many times am I going to play this thing?" And, you know, and soon after that, he actually went out and got an entire new band. So you know, he was uh, sort of yes. feeling a little restless at that moment. But I feel like it's it's come back around, and he he appreciates the importance of that song in in his repertoire, and it's you know sort of uh, yes. most rocking uh, format. Okay, it's time for the big moment. Number one, you remember how excited Casey Kasem used to get at this moment? Drum roll, please. That's right, Badlands from Darkness on the Edge of Town, the opening track, um, and again, definitely influenced by the live uh, performance of this. It's a highlight of uh, of any show. He plays it in most shows. I think if you went back and looked at your your stats, it's one of the most played songs at a Springsteen concert, and it's just raucous. It's just you know, it has a raucous power. It has some of his sort of best turns of phrase about the, you know, poor man want to be rich. I mean, it just really gets you, um, gets you going, gets your fist pumping. And uh, it got 111 votes. So uh, uh, by a, a wide margin was our first place as Springsteen's most rocking song. Uh, totally agree. Um, it, it, if I remember correctly, I voted for it as well. Um, it, there's just everything about it. One, um, you have a great guitar solo. Um, you have the, where everyone's singing along at the end, uh, the, you know, chanting the, uh, oh, oh, oh. And then you have the phrase where you can all shout bad lands and pumping your fists. Um, it is a experience. 
seeing that live and, and being part of that. It's one of the songs where they often turn out the house lights. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think you can't go wrong having it as his most rocking song. And actually one of my favorites because there's substance in the lyrics. Um, the Some of these others, some substance, but not as much as Badlands, which I think is a very insightful and um, almost a rebellious song. Oh yeah, definitely, and it and that's and just talking about Springsteen's work in general, as we do quite often. Um, I mean, that is something that makes him very special. I mean, the 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 most commercial songs he does, "Dancing in the Dark" among them, um, have an underlying theme and message and the lyrics you know sort of really you know hit home if you take the time to listen to them these are not you know this is not bubblegum and uh you know badlands is is an excellent sort of example of that i'd say well we've done it we've gotten through we have our very first springsteen podcast i hope everybody stuck through uh, to find out what the number one song was. We're going to try to do this every month or so, get uh, a new topic on our blog, Blogness on the Edge of Town, and uh, reveal the results here on our uh, Springsteen podcast, and then subsequently uh, get all the details into our blog also for the those of you who want to dig into the minutia of who voted for what. So, Jesse, thank you so much for, for joining me. I'm so happy you were able to uh, help, help walk me through this experience for our very first one. Well, uh, well, Peter, I think this is a wonderful new addition to what I often say is the Bruce Springsteen blog of record. Um, there are a lot of good blogs out there and a lot of people that cover songs and music and the history, but you are the place to go for up-to-date news. And I always in love reading your insights and thoughts. Um, this is a wonderful new wrinkle, and I'm excited to see what happens in the future. Well, thank you so much, Jesse. Everybody, that is Jesse Jackson of Set Lusting Bruce, which is a podcast you need to listen to if you haven't yet, or you need to continue to listen to if you have before. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and make sure to visit us at Blogness on the Edge of Town. Take care. <laughs>